More than 100 hostages taken from Israel are being held captive in Gaza. That's where we're starting today's show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The Seven from The Washington Post. It's Tuesday, October 10th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. At least 900 people have been killed in Israel since Saturday's deadly attack by the Palestinian militant organization Hamas. The militants took military and civilian captives from southern Israeli communities in a music festival. A woman in southern Israel, her name is Adva Adar, spoke about the militants kidnapping her 85-year-old grandmother. Uh, she texted us uh, that there's our um, terrorist in the roads of the kibbutz, shooting, shouting. That's the last message we got from her. We found a video of her taken away uh, with three or four, I don't know, uh, armed guards. And that's the last thing we, we know from her. No one knows anything else. Now, the fate of the hostages is unclear. Hamas has threatened to execute the captives in retaliation for Israeli airstrikes on Gaza. At least 765 people have been killed in Gaza so far. Israel has ordered a full siege of the blockaded territory. This would cut off electricity, food, water, fuel, and other basic goods to over 2 million Palestinians. U.S. officials expect an Israeli ground incursion into Gaza this week. President Biden is set to address the war at 1 p.m. Eastern today. The U.S. is rushing to deliver military aid to Israel. Number two, President Biden was interviewed in a classified documents investigation. The interview took place Sunday and Monday. That is according to the White House. He was questioned by special counsel Robert Hur. He's leading the investigation into classified documents found at Biden's private office and Delaware home after his vice presidency. Dozens of current and former staffers have also been interviewed in the probe, and the White House says Biden is cooperating fully. Former President Donald Trump was also investigated for removing classified documents, but that was a much bigger probe and has led to criminal charges. Also, Trump's civil fraud trial resumes today in New York. The evidence in that case reveals new details about how Trump ran his business. At number three, Republicans are scrambling to choose a new Speaker of the House. House Republicans will hold a candidate forum this afternoon, followed by an internal election for Speaker tomorrow. But the formal House vote hasn't been scheduled. It's not clear when that will happen or when the House could have a new Speaker. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan and Louisiana's Steve Scalise are in the running. And Kevin McCarthy has changed course. After saying he wouldn't run again when he was forced out of Speaker last week, he now says he'd be willing to return to the job, if that's what his party wanted. Number four, extreme heat could make parts of the world unlivable for weeks on end. The hottest parts of the world will see heat and humidity levels that even young, healthy people couldn't survive. That's according to new research. Parts of Asia, the Middle East, and Africa will see deadly heat waves lasting for longer and longer amounts of time. For example, 
Lahore, Pakistan could reach deadly temperatures by the middle of this century for two or three weeks out of the year. The extreme temperatures could last even longer than that under the most dramatic global warming scenarios. At certain levels of heat and humidity, the human body loses the ability to cool itself. That sends body temperatures rising uncontrollably. At number five, Vietnam tried to plant spyware on the phones of U.S. officials and journalists. Vietnamese government agents use posts on X. This is the website we used to call Twitter. They use the post to try to lure Americans, including members of Congress, to visit sites that would install hacking software. The software can turn on a phone's microphone and camera and retrieve files and private messages. There's no evidence that the spy succeeded, but it's a concerning example of how foreign governments can use new technologies to spy on Americans. Inmates who were given ivermectin in jail will each receive $2,000 after a settlement. That is story number six. Five detainees at an Arkansas jail were given extremely large doses of the deworming drug when they got sick with COVID-19 in August of 2021. This is according to a lawsuit that was settled last month. The detainees allegedly suffered vision issues, stomach cramps, and diarrhea. Ivermectin was pushed by some conservatives as a COVID cure, despite FDA warnings. And at number seven today, the 2028 Los Angeles Olympics may feature some new sports. If you're a fan of cricket, flag football, and squash, my friend, you may be in luck. Organizers of the LA Games proposed the additions to the International Olympic Committee yesterday. Baseball and softball could return after being left out of the 2024 Paris Games. And lacrosse could make a comeback for the first games since 1948. The proposal will be voted on next Monday. So time to get your flag football team ready. Your country needs you. All right, you're all caught up. The news coming out of Israel is still unfolding, and our colleagues at Post Reports published an episode yesterday to help you understand the war between Hamas and Israel. Find Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow.